Is there a difference between recognition that you did something and recognition that you're equipped to do something? Here's your show. Episode 263, Certificate versus Certification. This is the Ericast for the week of June 14, 2015. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742. Listener feedback line, as always. Always looking forward to getting your feedback. Um, call in, pro, con, whatever. Just leave a message. In this episode, and we're finally back on track schedule-wise, eh, we'll see if that keeps up. But this episode, I often joke that you know, my humility is my best quality, but this other thing, you know, et cetera. Okay. I know it sounds sort of arrogant to talk about how great this episode is going to be, but I think what we're touching on here is a, is a, a unique angle on something that has, has been a struggle, particularly in higher ed for a while, the higher ed technology world. I think I found something that is a, um, it's a good conversation point, and I'm curious to know what you think. Uh, the Ericast, in case this is your first time, we call it a personal podcast because you either know me, Eric Larson, you want to kind of know what's going on in my life, or you came here for a particular topic, and this one might be it. If I throw the word badging into the show notes enough, maybe it will get picked up on the search engines because that's the buzzword topic thing. We were um, listening to a, a online webinar thing, uh, part of Educause, and the topic of of badging and certifications and faculty motivation came up. So what you're so buckle up, strap in, because you're about to get a kind of a brain dump on a, a bunch of simultaneous parallel thoughts. I think they'll all weave together. Okay, and I'm realizing that I have a lot of of versus episodes. This versus that. This is the aircast for the week of such and such. But I do think that differentiation is good. I learned that in one of my grad classes. I remember um, Rolf Persons, my instructor, talking about instructional design and how that's one of the roles of, of an educator then taking a step back an instructional designer you sort of you know differentiation you you draw distinctions between various things that's sort of key in curriculum development now that said lawyers do speak about things being you know a a distinction without a difference where you bicker about whether somebody is your brother-in-law or your sister's brother and like well it's the exact same thing you're using different terms but there really is no difference between those two but in this case i think there's a difference so what i realized is after a a training an event an occurrence whatever you might get a certificate, a certificate of completion that says, I have done this. Okay? Or, you might receive a certification. You're thinking they're the same root word. Is there a difference? I think there's a difference. Because the certificate indicates 
that you have completed something. Something is in the past, you've gone through a process. And yes, it's supposed to reflect something about your character or your knowledge or something, but it really is a final completed act in the past. And a certification carries with it, I think, this connotation of an organization, an institution, somebody with the competence and authority to do it, has blessed or benighted or, or somehow acknowledged that you have certain active competencies that you can work with. Okay? Um, I see that distinction. I'm not sure I'm describing it well, but I think there's a distinction there. And when it comes to badging, I think the term badge is is loaded with a connotation that people are forgetting and hence are getting confused. Okay? So I don't really want to turn this into a badging podcast because I don't find the topic that exciting. But you can Google badging, academic badging. I I did. Um, and let me see. I'll, I'll just read a couple random paragraphs here. Um, this is from an article from... Uh, Joshua Kim in Inside Higher Ed, uh, who opens with the statement, man after my own heart, badging in higher ed is one of those topics where my understanding falls short of my curiosity. (laughs) Okay. Um, So he had a guest post written that says, digital badges are gaining traction in higher education. A learner might earn one badge in a traditional university classroom, another for participating in a MOOC. That would be a Massive open online course, um, and yet another from a professional organization for completing a training course. But now what? In theory, badging empowers learners to self-direct their lifelong learning by combining badges from different sources and exchanging them for more advanced badges, credentials, certifications, or degrees. Notice, by the way, that that right there they just threw credentials and certifications kind of right in the same sentence get the certificate versus certifications, etc. Okay. In practice, this rarely happens. Most of the effort in, in badge ecosystems involves issuing and collecting, and most of the issuing happens within institutions like universities, museums, and professional organizations. The current situation is that digital badges are relatively easy to collect and display, but relatively difficult to assess and exchange, especially across different organizations and institutions. Okay, that's a good enough way for me to frame this, because here's my issue. I think, um, well, there are things like awards or medals. Now, earlier this spring, the girls got to see Olympic medalist Jackie Joyner-Kersey, which is really cool. Now, the fact that Jackie Joyner-Kersey, has Olympic medals. Says something about the kind of person she is, her athleticism, her drive, her her abilities, etc. Okay? But fundamentally, primarily, I would argue, the awarding of the medal was a completed act. Okay? Um, that says... You know, you, you did something. 
you you ran well, you you performed well in the triathlon, decathlon, etc. So a, a medal, an award, is indicating a completed action in the past. A meritorious one. You did a great thing, but it's it's done. You may or may not choose to do things similar in to the future, but um but we award it fundamentally it's there because that's something you did. The Medal of Honor. It is not talking about the things that you may do in the future. Um in fact, I should have researched this before I started talking about it. because uh, that whole Medal of Honor, Medal of Valor, uh Purple Heart, whatever, um some of those are posthumous, aren't they? Like you get them when you're dead, and you're certainly not acting with them. It doesn't empower you to do more things if you have have died in the line of duty. Purple Heart is injured, I guess. Um, but anyway, point being, those medals and awards are past things. But a badge, let's think about a badge, okay? I think of the sheriff's badge in the Wild West. Candela had a little AAA badge as captain of the bus patrol. When you get a badge, it bestows on you an authority, a recognition of some sort of skill or or at least you know, empowerment by dumb luck or whatever. I don't know how sheriffs were chosen. To act into the future. The badge is not something that you hang on the wall. The badge is something that you wear and you you use as as a sign of authority. Someone says, oh yeah, who are you to tell me to stop rustling this cattle? Who are you to tell me to sit down in the bus seat? Well, I have the badge, and the badge, which was bestowed upon me by some sort of organization or or person or persons in power, gives me the ability to tell you, drop that calf or sit in that seat, or whatever it is. So I think badging in this whole higher education context really has to have with it as a very intentional thing. We, we are recognizing that this is an, an empowerment to you to step forward into future activity based on whatever it is you have the credential in. Just like a certificate of completion, yay, you did this thing, you can hang it on the wall. That's fine. It's good that you did that thing. But a certification, I'm certified to rotate tires at Jiffy Lube, whatever. That certification indicates that you are actively functioning in that role. Okay? So, I'll throw a reference out to um, the Jeff Sanders uh, podcast that I mentioned last week. Though it wasn't his actual um, podcast, uh, he's got the 5 a.m. Miracle podcast. I've mentioned that often on the fact that 5 a.m. is is not miraculous or heavenly to me, but I, I admire the concept of doing things you know up early in the morning. Yay! But anyway, he also does a blog, and then from the blog, he reads the blog, like audio blog. That's where this came from. And so he had an episode on uh, what is gamification. Um, it was titled, um, How Playing an iPhone Game Made Me More Productive. And so he refers out to um, 
uh, site called Bunchball. Bunchball uh, is subtitled The Leader in Gamification. Okay. So they have a very nice write-up on what gamification is. Um, Jeff Sanders has an even better summary. So I was thinking about this in the context of motivating faculty. Now I have to go on a tangent. So I was talking with a colleague about motivating faculty, and we realized that I do not place a certain connotation on motivation that I think a lot of people do. So we have to clarify that. I do not see motivation as trying to move somebody out of a deficit. I think of motivation... Um, like the Get Motivated Seminar, you know, with Zig Ziglar and being motivated and, and rah, rah, you can be better. You might be fine, but you can be even better. You might be great, but you can be even better. Let's, let's motivate ourselves. So you're choosing to motivate yourself. Yay! Motivation good. Okay? There is a competing definition that views motivating as trying to get somebody who is inadequately performing or inadequately engaged to be engaged better, more deeply, more actively. I don't view it that way. So I have no problem saying, how can we motivate faculty? I see motivation. This is back to that distinction without a difference thing. Difference without distinction. Difference without distinction. Distinction without difference. Distinction without difference. Don't want to get those backwards. I did in this conversation, actually, that I was having with this colleague. <laughs> Distinction without difference. There are probably some 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 differences, um, but I see motivating and encouraging um, as almost synonymous. Um, I think motivating requires action. You can encourage someone without um, pushing them into an action or demanding an action. Um it would be hard. You would you would fail in motivating someone if they didn't do anything. You could encourage someone and they could say, I feel better. And you would have succeeded in encouraging them. But subtle difference. Anyway, so I'm talking about motivating faculty or encouraging faculty or helping faculty feel empowered to act. Let's figure out a way to phrase that. Okay. And this could apply to anybody in any organization, because I know that most of my listeners are not in an, an academic context, um, but A, that's what I'm in. It's the Aircast. It's my podcast, so we're going to talk about it that way. But the other thing is, well, just take it take it for what it is, okay? Um, see, see if it fits in your world. What Jeff Sanders wrote, summarizing the folks in Bunchball, there are 10 primary and highly effective game mechanics that encourage players to accomplish a goal. Here are those 10 mechanics, as outlined by Bunchball, a company that specializes in helping other businesses use gamification to get their employees to actually do stuff. Okay? Now, right there, I mean, it's a humorously written negative connotation. Um so set all those biases aside and just say, hey, how can we be even better? Yes, we're awesome. Let's be awesomer. Okay? All right. Here they are. You ready? So, one, fast feedback. Receiving immediate feedback or response to actions toward a goal. Two, transparency. Always knowing where you stand in relationship to the desired end result. Three, goals. Having short and long-term goals to achieve. Four, badges. 
showing evidence of accomplishments through visual awards. Now, I'm going to pause right there and say, is that what a badge is? That's more like an award, like through visual awards. Well, I would argue a badge is not merely an award, like, yay, you got this done. But in a professional context, badging should carry the connotation of, and you're now equipped to act in that role. Okay? It's kind of the point of the podcast, but we'll see. Five, leveling up, always knowing your status within your community. Six, onboarding, getting up to speed through engaging in compelling methods. Seven, competition, knowing how you are doing compared to others. Eight, collaboration, working with a group to accomplish a goal. Nine, community, sharing the achievements of others to build group rapport. And ten, points, using tangible and measurable evidence of accomplishments. So what I'm going to do out in the uh, Aircast uh, show notes, just go to Aircast.com, um, check out this episode. What is this episode? Um, episode 263. Got to remember that. I said it just a few minutes ago. It's easy to forget. So um, find episode 263 and, and you'll have all those notes on, on it. Even there, like in that same sentence where they say badges, hey, you've got an award. I don't think so. I think a, I think a badge, and I think what we need to do is double down on this this definition and say this is what we mean by a badge, and it's actually really pretty cool. And it's not just oh yeah, that's kind of cute that you did this thing. No, it is an indication that you are are equipped and empowered by this governing body to step forward into whatever. Um, you know, instructional technology, good use of your learning management system, or. Uh, you know, student response device expertise or, um, you know, online video development or whatever. We could, we could offer badges in those that don't just say, Hey, you completed a little training seminar. We, but actually says, no, you are, we think as best as we can judge anything, you are good at engaging students with, with classroom clickers, student response device. Um, you're good at it. You can get even better at it. You're, you're equipped to train your colleagues on it. They should listen to you because you have the badge. Um, we might tap you for, uh, training sessions or particular examples. Um, we're not just awarding you something and it does have that, but it's not just a certificate to hang on your wall saying, yay, you did good work in the past. Yay, you were an Olympian. Now you've, you know, blown out your knees because someone ran by and hit him with a pipe switching sports um but you you were good at one time no no that you were good but life is stretching out into the future and we want you to take that goodness and apply it so that's my badging versus awards or certifications versus a certificate what do you think 206-339-3742. You can find me in lots of other places and fields and whatever, but uh, that's the best way. Makes for a more interesting podcast. We've got listener feedback coming up at the end of the month, so um, be sure to call and let your voice be heard. We'll uh, include you in the show if you want. Yeah. Tell me if I'm on track or not. Let me know what you think. Tell me how it applies to your particular field or career or background. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.